welcome back everyone to the podcast for the love of cinema a movie podcast where our motto is we just hope it doesn't suck this is episode 337 b the second episode for the week we'll now discuss our thoughts on no hard feelings or at least theatrically with you of that discussion grayson maxwell roger stillian and christopher bond who came back from where he was i didn't mention that you were missing we thought you were abducted by government G-men who just came and took you. One of you, us thought that. I just, I just hope it's men. <laughs> for the episode, dudes locked me in a room, <laughs> partied. For the episode discussing Extraction Two, including the whole box office breakdown, what's streaming, and trailer talk, check out episode three three seven A posted on Tuesday, July fourth. That was my imitation of a firework. What was that? It was a firework. Don't do that ever again. All right, gentlemen, wow. welcome back. Let's talk about. The theatrical we did. Let's a... talk about your fireworks sound for a second. <laughs> Let's do that. Fireworks. <laughs> <laughs> Touche, my good man. Touche. Let's talk about some Rotten Tomatoes of, and this may surprise you out there. The tomato meter at sixty-eight percent. An audience score, eighty-seven percent. It's as good as Extraction Two. Got it. I, well, audience audience score. Yes. It's the same, right? Yep, yeah, it is the same. <laughs> Let's get some particulars out of the way. There's not many particulars in, in a movie like this, which is it is nice. Jennifer Lawrence, Andrew Barth Feldman, Laura Benati, Matthew Broderick, Natalie Morales, uh, Scott MacArthur, directed by Gene Stepinski, which is notable for us because he did Good Boys. <laughs> and we love, love, love Good Boys. We do love Good Boys. We it do. is very funny. We do indeed. So, Roger, what is No Hard Feelings about? Uh, no hard feelings is an R-rated comedy about um a group of, a set of parents that hires our lead character played by Jennifer Lawrence to uh basically have sex with their son date and in quotation marks yeah, date date, 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 him hard. date him hard um and she gets a 1998 Buick Regal and wasn't it like a 98 Regal something yeah like that? yeah <laughs> And here's the stick of this movie. And every every rom-com Skylark that car ruled. Every rom-com or '90s thing, like '90s comedy, has a stick, and it's very simple. Is he, for some reason, does not want to do the sex with her, even though she makes it very easy to do. Is he don't just want to do the sex? <laughs> he's just speaking different... by a man who's very experienced in the sex. He's just a different kind of guy. He has to be connected. He's a very sweet kid. Uh, and the stick is she is not. She just wants to do the deed and get the car. That's the stick. So let's get into it. And else, in 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 telling you the stick, you know the two characters described. That's kind of where the you know that's the how to win a how to wait how to lose a guy in ten days. Of course, the, the stick is they're both doing the opposite to each other. He has to get her to do something, and she has to kind of repel him. This is kind of you know not that dissimilar, but so let's so let's talk about it. Let's talk about the, the kid's not trying to actively repel her though. Well, he's not comfortable doing it. Well, yeah. Now he's not trying to repel her, but he's just how don't know how many nineteen-year-old guys would say no to what he's looking at. Is my point, well, and that's kind sure. of that's kind of what the movie's selling on is that kind of comedy. But so let's talk about it one second. It is a rated R comedy and does have Jennifer Lawrence, the first action star, the first female action star ever in two thousand twelve. Jennifer first Lawrence, first major action star, yeah. female, yeah, yeah. Um, and. If you don't know why that's funny, pause this and go do a quick Google search of why that's funny, and you'll laugh. But it's and then we have who actually. <laughs> I googled I, it. To be honest, 
I actually think that Andrew Barth Feldman outdid Jennifer Lawrence in this one. I think he was the star of the show here. That's just my personal opinion. Of the two, I think he was the he was the one to watch. He was the better character. He was the more impressive I mean, his actor. character is probably better than hers. But I mean, I think Jennifer Lawrence is fine in this role, right? Oh yeah. I mean, yeah. she's absolutely fine. There's nothing no, but it's it's a much simpler movie than I was looking for, and at the same time, it's much more complicated than I was looking for. And and you guys know me; I don't, I get pretty excited for almost everything I watch. I just going into this one, I just wasn't excited about it, and I don't know why I wasn't excited about it. I have no idea why, because be it looks like something that was right up my alley, rated R comedy. Well, so uh, I mean, I feel the same way. You know, this is a rated R comedy, and here's the thing. Is it a rated R comedy? Yes, of course that it is because of the language and the subject matter, right? Um, I think the weird part of this movie for me is there is more feeling in this movie than what I had expected it to be, right? I thought it was going to be funny moment, funny moment, slapstick, slapstick, move along. It's not really that way. Um, for better or for worse, I don't, I don't really know. I think to me this movie's somewhere in the middle and, you know, obviously my score will reflect that here in a little bit, but um grayson i actually thought of you when i was watching this movie thinking that you're going to come out and be like this movie has heart that it doesn't deserve and you know i thought thought you're going to compare him to the main guy in this but okay yeah (laughs) (laughs) um but you know i thought i thought for sure you you know you you might come out and say like hey you know this movie is better than what uh, what it should be and I'm surprised you haven't at this point, honestly, because this checks a lot of boxes of that I know that you're down for. Um, so I'm, I'm anxious to see what you say here. Now, look, this movie to me is only okay, and you know I don't have a whole lot of positive stuff. Now, listen, did I laugh at this movie? Yes, of course I did, because there is some outrageous stuff that happens in this movie that you have to laugh at. There is no reason any normal person would ever go through this movie and not at least chuckle at the absurdity of at least a situation on the beach. Right. Of course. Of course. See, the beach one, the beach thing is the thing I like the least in this film. I thought it was I thought it was way too over the top and just kind of stupid. But that, but that's just me. But okay, I, did, well. I did. I did. I did chuckle at other parts in this film. I chuckled at a lot of the subtle stuff. So like like that one point where she's twerking at him in, in, in her house. Dude, when, and he, when she sits him on his on her lap. <laughs> that was weird. That was weird. It's just I chuckled, yeah, it's just I, I chuckled when she's twerking at him on the floor. He and puts his foot on He just pushes her over. <laughs> well, see. I laughed hard at that in the theater. Roger, to your, to your point is I did get more than I thought I was going to get. And it does. I think the script is a little better than I thought it was going to be because Jennifer Lawrence is involved. And they they probably did a rewrite. They're, they they probably did a little punch up on the script because she's involved. And I and so, but the other part of this is, I mean, Jennifer Lawrence is as a list as you get, right? Well, yeah, I don't see my For argument. Female is, lead? I don't know if that's still true. That was true uh, a while ago. I don't know if it still is. I mean, I I'd be hard pressed to say that she's not. <laughs> well, but, again, I don't. This isn't. We're not. We don't have enough time to discuss that. But. Um, I would imagine. Yes, I would imagine she's certainly in the running for that. Yes, a list for her age. Absolutely. Is she going to do anything like the Hunger Games ever again? Probably not. But I mean, action stars do action things. Yeah, but I don't think that this is. As I said to you guys before, this is. I think this is going to start the end of the Jennifer Lawrence era, as far as people being. Oh, it's Jennifer Lawrence! I got to watch it. I think this starts the end of that. Nah, you just seen a good movie. That's all. Well, 
fair, fair, fair enough. I just it's kind of feeling like that. But so let's let's talk about it then. Let's talk about it. Is she's an Uber driver that gets her car repoed? Actually, I think the banter between her and her ex boyfriend is actually pretty funny. Gary, Gary, <laughs> Gary, because you know Gary's just a normal guy. He got ghosted. He's pissed. He's just doing what normal guys do. So, I mean, but like that also makes sense in this universe. What Gary's doing is he's all too happy to serve out the contract he's given because he knows who it is and what happened to him. You know, like that's the part of the funniness of, especially when the guy comes, although we'd saw it in the trailer a hundred times. Yep. She's like, I was just thinking about you. And Gary's like, oh, who's that guy over there? She's like, it's my cousin. And then he grabs her boobs. It's my second cousin. It's, it's funny if you (laughs) haven't seen it a hundred times, but that guy's name is, uh, Eben Moss, uh, Barak. He's, uh, He's a big part of the bear and he plays a character named Richie who is just an insane person. <laughs> so it's kind of funny to see him and other stuff where he's not just a complete psychopath. So I thought that was kind of funny in this, this movie. And that dude has got the bluest eyes in the world. I know it's weird to say, but if you ever just look at a picture of him, you'd be like, Whoa, how is that even possible? Perfect. Doesn't make any sense. Blue eyes. Love it. Yeah. So, so how, how do you guys start this, this movie? This movie? Um, how do you guys think about this movie starts off? With the, I mean, the, I mean the first, we saw the entire beginning of the movie in the trailer, right? So the first five minutes of comedy are pretty important. The first, you know, anyway, for five or ten minutes are pretty important. Do you guys think this this start this this did it? This started off this movie very well, like old school. I, mean, I, thought, was, talk about? I thought it was pretty funny when she, you know, a couple minutes later when she rolls up to her car sitting on the thing and she tries to pull it off the the mm-hmm. tow truck and it's still hooked i thought that was actually pretty funny to me because he just lifts it back up. yeah the fact that he just keeps lifting it i'm like okay that's, funny. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> i think his character was kind of over the top with how how hurt he was but you know it, it is what it is i think that you're gonna have that in in any kind of comedy nowadays with, with the subject matter but yeah no when when she's fully up and the tires are still going i was like yeah <laughs> That's a power move. Actually, you know what? Some of the understated comedy I thought was pretty funny was the banter between Matthew Broderick and Jennifer Lawrence's character, especially when she shows up in rollerblades and she's like, are you guys talking in the three of them? Well, I love when he shows up with the rollerblades and at the bottom of the stairs and she very obviously has rollerblades on. (laughs) She's like, oh, should I come up or can you guys come down? They're they're like, no, why don't you come on up? (laughs) Yeah. And then you awkwardly watch her like stumble up. Why wouldn't you take off the rollerblades? <laughs> exactly. I don't know. <laughs> Same with to go up their driveway. Just take off the damn rollerblades. Who has rollerblades? Well, I mean that's you know, I thought that too, but they're also they're also on, you know, they're they're a beach town and rollerblades that's, isn't that's uncommon. True, yeah. that's true. They're on Montauk, Rhode Island, which is like prime on the way to the Hamptons yeah, exactly. beach town for rich people. Yeah. I'm not rich though, so I don't understand things like that. <laughs> I thought rollerblading died. <laughs> I just bought a pair of rollerblades for my kids. Did you really? For you buy some for you? No, God no. Is there any place where, where are they going to rollerblade? <laughs> I mean, I live in town. There's sidewalks and streets everywhere. I guess. But Did that's you hard. buy rollerblades, Chris? Huh? That's, that's I need to cement, know if you man. actually bought rollerblades. You'll get pictures. Don't worry. I want to see them. <laughs> All right. So back to the movie here, gentlemen. Back to the movie. Let's 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 talk about it. Also, and I hate to admit this, but Jennifer Lawrence does have pretty great comedic timing. That's partly why some she's of the things were so funny. Funny, right? Yeah, no, she, she, she is. She has she has good comedic timing. I think in a, in a lot of these situations, and it, it kind of pains me to say that because I didn't want her to be as funny as she is. But she why? So yeah, okay. So I, I I'm with Chris on that. Like, 
why why are we hating on Jennifer Lawrence? Because Be- I'm, I'm it, still because of the action star no, thing. No, 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 no. That's that's just funny in its own out, right? But I I'm wondering why Jennifer Lawrence is doing this and not something more of her caliber. Then that's what I'm. Why was she attracted to this? Well, so uh, she. Uh, I said I mentioned this in our in our our pre our pre show. What is that called? Show prep. Show prep. Yeah. Show. Prep. Yeah. Remember we used to do that. Yeah. A lot. Yeah, yeah. Um. Where she. Uh, I guess one of the producers on this. She. Um. She. She works. She's worked very closely before, and she's friends with. And uh, there's a there was a original Craigslist listing that this is based off of that like they've joked about like becoming a movie. So I think when this thing started getting made, she was an obvious first call. To like see if she wanted to do something. Oh yeah, like because this. like she knows the story and yeah. she's friendly and, like, with them. And, and I th- I think that she felt like you know this, this, there was like a piece of the creative process that she was a part of. So I I, I I can see why you know something that isn't quite as as caliber as what she could be in. This is something that you know may have attracted her. I can see that. I can see. Well, but the, this is, this isn't American Hustle. It's not Silver Linings Playbook. You know, it's not the stuff I'm used to seeing Jennifer Lawrence being attached to. Mm-hmm. Well, this is what this is you're used to seeing like normal actors and actresses do. What do you mean? Right? Like it's you're saying that it's not the best thing that you know, not the the top tier stuff. Like this is just normal movie work for most people. That's what I'm saying is like right? you know, you replace her with someone else and it the movie probably changes a whole lot, but or it probably actually does get made to be honest with you, but it it <sighs> I'm just yeah, I'm guessing. Sounds, yeah, you know what I mean. Sounds to me like you know she knows the people that were involved in this. She knew the story and decided to take a few few bucks less to make it, and you got yourself an R-rated comedy starring Jennifer Lawrence, right? Yes, that's but okay. So let's move past my kind of confusion here and get more into the. So there's I like you, Roger. I expected this to be because we saw the trailer so many times. Funny moment, funny moment. Movie's trying too hard. Funny moment, slapstick. Movie's over. He had a few laughs, but ultimately forgettable. But this movie is better than that. And I think some of the stuff that I think demonstrates that is it does hinge on, I think, the boy instead of her. It does, the kid, for sure. The kid, absolutely. He kind of keeps drag. He kind of keeps cent- like he keeps centering this movie back to where it needs to be to be like a normal human interest drama, which is kind of weird to say that in a rated R comedy. But this is almost a rom-com, Grayson. Yeah. Well, it- <laughs> Yes and no, but I, yes, you know what I'm trying to say is he's the one that brings this movie, that makes this movie better than what you'd expect. It's not, well, it's not her. I mean, better than you expect, I don't know. I, I, I think it requires him because the premise revolves around the absurdity of his character, right? Yep. So, and all the absurdity of his characters where all the comedies derive from as well because right. it's, it's it, it he's the outlandish thing here he's the he's the not right thing he's the over the top thing that all the comedies drawn off of so he's going to feel and seem like a bigger piece of this i think on top of that he's a decent actor with good charisma and he has good comedic timing so he's going to shine in a movie where you know the subject matter is is kind of around like you know the absurdity of what the character brings however i think i think if anything it's an even exchange cuz Jennifer Lawrence has to be the normal person, the normal person dealing with dealing with the absurd and not completely like be unbelievable in the motivations and the connection that's eventually made and the comedy that comes from all that as well. I think that both do fine. I think I think he does great. And I think it's because the movie kind of gives him the opportunity to where I think where Jennifer Lawrence's character almost has to create that comedy more out of thin air than what the, the absurdity of his yeah does. he gets to be funny by just being weird yeah yeah right right <laughs> <laughs> this you know the interactions they have you know you mentioned the interactions with uh her and um 
Matthew Broderick's character and the mom, you know, like she plays off the kid pretty well. And I, I would be surprised if some of those scenes weren't ad libbed mm-hmm. at least a little bit just to see what you get out of this. Cause I think that makes it more fun in those scenarios. Um, but the way that everything works out, you know, the, the kid can act right. Yeah, like he's 100%. not, he's not a doofus, you know, he just plays a little weird guy. You know, it, the the thing which what Chris means is it's really unbelievable for most men at age 19 that would look at Jennifer Lawrence completely nude in front of you and be like, I don't want to have sex with them. <laughs> right. Like, as a matter of fact, that's please, the part that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Like, yeah of you, course. You, I'm repulsed by you. That's a lie. <laughs> <laughs> but like that, that's the, the weird dynamic here. It's not her, you know, she does like weird things to kind of push him forward and all that, but you know, their interaction about how he like, basically she basically has to woo him instead of the other way around. It doesn't make any sense. That's why it's so different for us. Um, now I think they do work very well together, especially in some of those scenes, just because the conversations they're having, like when he, when she gets punched in the neck, which is something that we saw in the one trailer, like that's funny at least. But then immediately after when they're in the back of the limo and she's got the cold can of pop on her throat <laughs> and she's like, I'm fine. <laughs> like that shouldn't be funny, but it is yeah. funny. Well, it's because it's understated funny, and that's usually mm-hmm. the better kind of funny is like the inferred, but and also like when she gets punched in the throat and then she starts to like spaz around the room. <laughs> she, she, she takes the she takes the shelf down and says, We should go. Yeah, it's um, it's the understated comedy that works so well here that usually that's what the that's what the rated R stuff kind of evolved into anyway from the early 2000s is it's the underrated stuff that works the best. Yeah. The other the other big scene that I do want to talk about. I want to talk about when he's playing the piano, right? You know, cuz she's trying to get him out of his shell. Well, that's what I was referencing things. is that's like that's yeah. where the the heart comes in is right So there. like yeah, like the emotional part of that scene like one, that kid kills it, right? I don't know if he can actually play piano, but he actually sings Man Eater, which, listen, mm-hmm. Hollow Notes finally getting their due, the dynamic duo. <laughs> <laughs> um, with them being able to, to put it together where it looks like he's playing and he's definitely singing that song, and it's, it's very relevant to this. Like, that dude, like, he murders that yeah. scene. Like, that's yep. a damn good scene. Yeah. And the one part of it too is like you wouldn't think that this movie would be built for that because most generic r-rated comedies don't have anything like that which is what makes this movie different for me like it tries harder than i've seen things try to do and listen it doesn't do any of it very like overly good but it doesn't do anything bad true like it's weird that i had to be like the r-rated comedy where you see jennifer lawrence fully nude it's okay you know, like the story's okay. Like it, it's weird that I have to say that, but it's kind of where it fits. Like there's nothing really wrong with this movie. There's nothing really overly great with it. And I don't know what I'm supposed to think when I see things like this. It confused me. <laughs> well, I don't right? think it's confusing as much. I mean, okay, well, let's just talk about Causeway for one second. Okay. Jennifer Jennifer Lawrence, Brian Tyree Henry. That was mm-hmm. made for Oscars. That Absolutely. was made, this, which is again confusing why she's in this one when she's usually in the other thing. But then this movie also doesn't work without Jennifer Lawrence. Without What's someone, Jennifer Lawrence is just bad about having normal friends. I mean, sure, why, why not? I, mean, <laughs> no. I don't know. No, I don't think, think about it. But okay, and you, you also just kind of <laughs> fine. You also just kind of glossed over the fact that like she is fully nude in 
in one scene, like she is fully fucking nude fully in nude in a fist fight with three people. Yeah, where people get, <laughs> people get punched in the crotch and and punched in the chest. She it, got uppercutted directly in the vagina. <laughs> she did. I was hoping you wouldn't state that, but you did. Why? So, I mean, people need to know. <laughs> At least they didn't do the trope where someone's hand gets stuck there. Oh my! Chris. I've seen that in a movie before. Do I do I have to edit that? What out? movie? They went there first. I didn't. Uh, what movie? What movie? Oh, I can't remember what it can was. Can we not talk about that? Can we just Google what movie does a hand get stuck in a vagina? <laughs> no, because I think that's going to bring up a lot of movies. <laughs> that's true. A lot of movies, sir. That's, that's like an entire true. genre of film <laughs> oh, that maybe you're not ready to walk, watch. <laughs> that's true. All right. Oh, back to no no. That's where the day is right, so. <laughs> All right. We might as well go ahead and score it because this movie's over. <laughs> No, no, no. Okay, back to no hard feelings. Is well, wait, I, I have a question for you guys. Okay, please. When when this movie was unfolding and we meet the old the the previous nanny, mm-hmm. did you think this movie was going to go with a different like a different route? Yes, I did because it looks exactly it like him, right? Definitely. Think I that thought that's for sure. Happen. I was like, oh my god, is the nanny the dad? Yeah. <laughs> I thought wait, it was going to go there hard. I was like, okay. Oh, you mean before we met the nanny, you thought it was going to be her dad? No, immediately no, no, no. after you meet after him. After you meet the nanny and you see what he looks like and how they act, like it looks, it looks like that could actually be his dad. But why would they? But he's not adopted. They didn't say he no. was adopted when he was like. There's no, no there's, there's no question about that. But they do look very similar. They look extremely similar. Oh, okay, fine. I'll give you that they look similar. However, her they line one second after he throws the frisbee breaks all yeah. that. What are you doing? Well, same thing you are. I'm trying to date him. And of course that, you know, it's funny, but I don't, th- I don't think the nanny was trying to date him. I think that was just her. Co- I think that was just a jab at him. Also clever. Yeah. I well, agree. no, I mean, I, I think she was probably spot on. I mean, I think she's probably spot on about that, but that's the, the nanny is also kind of a weird, it goes against type, which this whole movie goes against type. So it makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it goes against type. Can I use your bathroom? It's number two. <laughs> After you pretty much just made her pay more property taxes, yeah, yeah, I sold the house. <laughs> oh, this is awkward. <laughs> so let's 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 talk about for one second the uh, the 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 friends of Lawrence who we we all knew where that was going right with her house and they can't afford to live there. We we all knew where that was going right. I love the husband. That dude rules. He is hilarious. Mm-hmm. I also had sex with someone on the first date. I thought he was going to kill me. <laughs> Isn't that you? She goes. He goes. Wait, really? She goes. She's talking about you, dumbass. <laughs> That was a nice. Those two work well in those roles, though, because they also help Jennifer Lawrence's character, Maddie, who is kind of off the rails anyway. They kind of bring her back. Oh, too, she's a disaster. Works. Well, it's the thing is, they're not a disaster, and she is a disaster. So, it kind of, it kind of helps balance her out as well. Is I don't. So, tr- imagine this movie without those two. A, a, a very similar script. You have to do some rewriting a little bit, but could is this movie possible without her duo of friends? Is it possible? Yeah, it's it's probably possible when it's a a worse movie, I'd say, because like they bring a lot to this, I believe. I think so, especially with the you know what to do with the house in the end, and I, I also thought it was mature how this movie ended, too, because it wasn't. It kind of they didn't get together, kind well, of thing. You kind of it could go either way. The I thing is, they grew up a little bit. Less, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. it's okay. That that leads into one of my questions: Can you call this movie a coming of age tale, coming of age story? For her, probably, yeah. Interesting. I think both the of word them. coming. Wow. Oh, that poor lobster. <laughs> Wait. 
All right, fair. I, I give you that. Well, you were gonna boo me in the in the first episode, but you're not gonna boo Chris for saying that. All right, fair. You're right. He's he, right. Uh-huh. He's uh-huh. right. Uh huh. Well placed comedy. Well placed. <laughs> I mean, okay, fair. Fair point, Chris. <laughs> All right. So I think it could be a coming of age story for. I mean, you could describe this movie that way, and it works for both because she has to grow up a little bit, or rather, in the same way that. I think in the A episode, we talked about Extraction too. that Hemsworth is really needed to sell some of those dialogue scenes. I think someone like Lawrence is really needed to sell maybe not how she delivers a line, but the facial expressions. And you can tell that she is a broken person, especially yeah. when, she, when, when she meets her exes and sees what they have and she doesn't have. Even though she's being a smart ass, you can tell that she's broken, that she wishes she had that and doesn't. Yeah, she's not great. But again, that's kind of where some of the magic of this movie comes in is it's it's better than that's why I keep saying it's better than expected because it has all these nuances that I, I just didn't see coming. Um, Actually, you want to know something I laughed really hard about in this movie? You know, we've all seen the scene in the trailer where she gives him a Long Island iced tea and he spits it on the table. But immediately before that, where she orders a Long Island iced tea <laughs> and he orders a Pepsi. A, a Pepsi, and she goes, "We only have Coke." And he goes, "I, I do you want to leave?" <laughs> like, <laughs> like the absurdity of that. Like, I laughed out loud because, like, everybody goes, oh, "Fuck it, it's all the same." This kid's like, "We, we, we can't be here." <laughs> I laughed at that part too. There were several very inappropriate parts that I laughed at. That I think I got the comedy, and other people didn't. But people were looking at me like I was, like I was being inappropriate. Like I don't. Okay, so let I me ask you a lot about Doug Con. Mm-hmm. He's like, he doesn't remember. Who he is. He's like. I had sex with a Spanish teacher. <laughs> yeah. He's like, oh, Doug Kahn. <laughs> She's like, that's actually Mrs. Kahn. Yeah. We got married, but no one ever talks about that. Part <laughs> <of> it. <laughs> that's super fucked up. It's funny, but it's. But if it's, it's fucked up. If it's in a movie, it's fair game to laugh at. I've always oh, absolutely. thought that. Oh, yeah. Same with like. It doesn't me... mean I'm not a bad person for laughing at no, it. No, 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 no. That's not even a thing. If you laugh at the beginning of old school, because it's funny and it's comedy, not for any other reason. Well, maybe no. If you laughed hilariously during Hangover Two when he when they bust into the place and he goes, "I'm looking for a little kid," and the guy goes five thousand, <laughs> and I started laughing hilariously, and I was the only person in the movie theater that laughed at that. All right, maybe that yeah. says more about me than the movie. Maybe. <laughs> but it's meant to make you laugh. That's my point. It's there for a reason. Yeah. So I mean, that's kind of what I was getting at. Is there some of these? I can't remember some more. Other in- oh like those moments when she goes to the party, some of those one liners from the kids, especially falling her with the phones, like oh what do you mean oh you mean it's a problem that I'm making out with my boyfriend? She's like oh I-, I didn't mean it like that, and they keep following her, and then her that one kid's parents come up, and she goes you can't be here, and she said why because he because he- it's a high school you can't party. be here. He's like no miss because you're at a high school party. <laughs> Like I laughed at that, and no one else did, but I laughed uproariously at that because again, I had a small problem with like the whole you know their anti-bullying thing, but then they keep calling her an old lady or yep. whose mom is that. I was like, this is you know like I think you have to commit one part of your comedy in, and like you know you have to kind of like forego those jokes. But that's also kids are stupid though. True, true, but still, it, it's just it was kind of like eh, okay, okay, like you know you're trying to play both of these sides here, and it doesn't really work anymore. Like for that that part of the joke but also who puts a keg in the middle of the dining room right what the fuck 
shit goes in a kitchen, bro. And yeah. he's like, "What are you doing?" He's like, "I'm." She's like, "I'm trying to get a beer, frosted tip. Is that okay with you?" Frosted <laughs> tip. I mean, he did have frosted tips, Looking like Ryan Gosling in there. You know what I mean? Shock. He could wish. Again, it's uh, there. I'm trying to think of some of the really inappropriate shit I laughed at that I didn't. I, I thought I remember and I didn't. This is one of the few times that I didn't, I didn't write anything down on my phone or anything. Well, I mean, it, it, the, the whole movie kind of has this inappropriate the premise, because of its the presence. The premise is yeah. inappropriate. No. Or, 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 or how about that the guy in the in the her date at the end in the Chinese finger trap? He just sticks his dick in it. Yes. <laughs> I kind of chuckled at that. I was laughing <laughs> so hard. Of course, he did. I was doubled over laughing. No one else thought that was funny. Also, and there, that would hurt a, a, lot. a lot, especially if you did it on purpose. Like you pulled it back on purpose. Yeah, yeah. I was laughing uproariously at that, and no one else was. People like I, I was doubled over laughing so hard, and no one else was. I, again, I felt. Well, I, I mean, felt weird. it wasn't that funny. But I mean, it, it kind of was. Are always funny. It, it was chuckle worthy. <laughs> Absolutely. Fair enough. Fair enough. I'm like how he's just like so. She's get out. <laughs> Um, I also laughed really hard about the car after it hit the tree, and then he tells her immediately at the end, he's like, I drove your car into a tree. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's just yelling at her. I drove your car into the woods and a tree fell on it. <laughs> I thought there you were you using I thought you were using me. I'm sorry. <laughs> I like how uh how he delivers the, the car to her and he says, Who said it doesn't run? Yeah. It's like Shit. <laughs> American made. Oh, when she's when she's picking up the Uber with like a Yeah. A right. so I have your I have your car. picture. <laughs> and then when that super tall dude is sitting in the back, but the tree's hunched over. <laughs> There's some good stuff in this. You know what I mean? I think it, so. I think so. It's the movie's charming enough to where, you know, it it's not as it isn't as bad as it, as its creepy ass premise makes it out to be. No. Well that's it that's the whole thing. Do you buy the premise? That's, okay, so you know, let me ask you a question because I'm going to spoil the movie because who cares? Yeah, right. Don't you feel better about this movie because they don't end up together? Well, oh yeah, 100%. that's what I was. That's what I was getting at. Is you can look at it one of two ways, and you can look at it two ways, but you're going to choose to look at it one way. You're either going to look at it one way or the other. But you know, she says, "Well, after I drop you off, I'm then going to call you, and we're going to talk the whole way I'm to California." But also, when they're in the car, you kind of get the vibe that. They're both grown up. They're over the situation, and now they're just friends. Yeah, and that's okay. You could go either way with it. You can go. I mean, that's why I like. I mean, but then there's also the title to consider: no hard feelings, Mm -hmm. which which suggests the friendship. No hard feelings is where they're going. And what's the dog's name, by the way? Bruce. Cocaine. No wait, Milo. 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 Yeah, yeah, the the trigger words cocaine. I was also doubled over laughing at that the first time, and no one else thought that was funny. And the and the kid the, the the awkward kid in the um in the, the animal shelter in the vet, I he was funny too in a very understated kind of way and in, in a very kind of Paul Munsky way when he pops the hubcaps off the car and she's like she's gonna be so pissed she doesn't have hubcaps yeah <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck dude and I love how he's like oh I gotta take this call get stuff from dinner and then they just drive in the woods somewhere and it's, they do it it's and my like... people <laughs> he takes the car and just goes into the woods. Like how long was he gone? He had to be gone for like an hour, right? Like yeah, forever. <laughs> okay, so one last question is: if you buy into the premise, which you kind of have to, or this movie's going to be a long, a long ninety minutes for you. Sure. Do if you don't buy in the premise, do you do you, do you still find the movie funny? Probably less funny. Yeah, I mean it's less funny, but it. But it, it, it it isn't hard to buy into the premise, though, right? Because it's 
you know, it's just the absurdity of the Craigslisting and, you know, the fact that, like, you know, these two people have to meet in this way. Well, I would argue if you watch the trailer and you didn't buy into the premise, you wouldn't watch this movie, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, of course, but you know people are still walking into Fast and the Furious 10 wondering, oh, is there a movie before this? <laughs> You know, Unfortunately, like... I know that that is accurate. So, <laughs> or those two that I'm never going to forget about. I will have Alzheimer's, but I will never forget about in 2005 the two obviously college kids walking out of Return of the Jet, or, wait, Revenge of the Sith, and going, "I had no idea he was Vader." Is there other movies? Are you fucking kidding me, bro? It's Star Wars, man. Get way of spoil shit. Well, yeah, give right. it the pro- oh, spoilers. Spoiler from what, what <laughs> 70, 80. Spoiler from 1980. 40 years ago. My goodness, man. Um, well, see, that's the thing is the R rated comedies and rom coms both kind of hinge on the fact that you buy the premise and you find it funny. Because if you don't, then you're not going to find this funny. Also, another question I have for you guys obviously find this movie hilarious. Do women find this movie funny? My wife thought it was pretty funny. Yeah. All right, fair. I didn't. But she I didn't... also knows, with like me, that the movie itself isn't anything special. Yeah. Mm, well, we should move into scoring it then. But I would ima- I would argue that it does have a little bit of magic to it, uh, uh, enough to make it a, a seven or well, eight. No, this movie is better than what I thought it was going to be. True. Actually, I'll, I'll go first. Okay. Yeah, fuck it. I don't care. So this movie to me is more complex than I had ever thought it was going to be. Now, look, I say that, and I'm going to say something. To counter that, like, I don't know if that makes this movie better or worse than what I thought it was going to be, but there is more stuff going on here than what the trailer would lead you to believe, right? The trailer, you know, it's definitely an R-rated comedy, right? There's no doubt about it. Every trailer I've seen for it has been an R-rated trailer. Like, I haven't even seen a regular trailer for it that I know of, (laughs) you know, that didn't have curse words and absurd things. So you should know what you're getting into, but there is more depth here. And it was surprising to me. And like, I think the kid kind of kills it. Mm-hmm. Um, now, that being said, I think this movie's okay. But it's not great. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not bad. Yeah. This movie's like a five and a half. Mm-hmm. Slightly above average to me. Now, look, I fully expected this movie to be absolutely hysterical or absolutely terrible. Yeah. Like, there was no in the middle for me here. This movie kind of surprised me and ended up in the middle because yeah. I thought for sure that we'd laugh for 90 minutes consecutively about how fucking stupid this movie was or this movie was just absolute garbage trash and we'd beat the hell out of it. It's more than that. It's kind of like, yeah, it's it's a serviceably acceptable comedy in 2023. Yeah. And it's a five and a half for me. <laughs> yeah, I get you. Um, I'll, I'll go second. Uh, I'm, I'm right with you. Uh, I'm a little bit higher just because comedies, you know, I'm a little bit easier on them when they're actually funny. Uh, this one's a six. It's it's funny enough. I chuckled, you know, at a couple of points. I belly laughed at one, and like the whole premise of the film kind of works together. And I'm glad they didn't like do the like. I'm glad that they didn't end up together by the end of the film, and like like both characters actually had like some growth in the film. Like it felt good to see all that come together, and it not be like some weird cliche eye rolly cop out thing near the end. The movie was good in the sense of it was believably funny. So yeah, it, it, this one's a six. More. I agree. I'm I'm right smack dab with Chris. It was I I was expecting either I was expecting a two or a three, and I'm happy to get a six. The writing was better than what I thought, and also it's the stuff that was something we didn't we didn't mention that I, I want to quickly just talk about is the 
the continuing to return to the father's letter is okay. It's, sure. We it's a little, it's a little more mature of than I thought we were going to get in, 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 in a good way because it, you know, both characters can play off of that. I mean, the, 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 as a writer, you can play off that with both characters. You know, the boy sees that as one thing for her and she sees it as another thing for her, but like that's absolutely tied to her, her dysfunction. And he sees that pretty quick. And oh, yeah, so they're both, sure. I mean, he make, I liked how he came off as kind of the victim in his own mind, but like he still, there's that one scene where like he still rationalizes that he knew as soon as he heard about the letter, exactly what her problem was and kind of kept it from her as like an analysis. And it's a little more, that movie's, I'm happy to have that complexity level there. Is it a seven, eight, nine? Unfortunately not, but I think it's a very comfortable six. And I think when this movie goes on streaming, it will find a very healthy market for people, especially couples. I think would really kind of dig this. Yeah, that's probably fair. So, yeah, I, I think a six is exactly where it sits. As long as you're, as long as you're, uh, you're sitting with others. Cool, you see in Jennifer Lawrence, fully in the buff. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if not, you can Google things and show them. That's true. You can. You can. You should, but be careful what you Google. Should, careful. Everyone what you should Google. Google. We talked about. <laughs> what, what Grayson suggested it'll be perfect I, please, please email the show after you do alright this has been episode 337B of For the Love of Cinema a movie podcast each new episode posts every Tuesday and Friday morning at 5am on the podcast service of your choice of the following five Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music Please leave a comment or two, rate, subscribe. Every little bit helps. More importantly, thank you very much for listening. Check out the show on Twitter at Love Cinema Pod. I'm at Grayson Maxwell One. I am at Rod Stillian. Twitter not, I have. Twitter not, he has. Don't forget to check us out on Facebook. Always post things on social media. Check us out on YouTube and send us an email to For the Love of Cinema Podcast at gmail.com. And next week, we're taking a look at Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny and Nimona on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Nah, Namona. <laughs>